And this episode of Hat Trick Hockey is brought to you by our good friends over at Claru and Son Roofing. These guys are absolute beauties, the kings of roofing. Been in the business over 25 years. They offer you free estimates. They're suit, they're always on time, friendly. They always get the job done right the first time. And remember, when you need your roof done, you call Claru and Son. Check them out. Don't And what is going on, everybody out there, all of you beauts and beauties? It is episode number 125 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. If you like our hats right there, just smash the link on the post. It'll bring you right into the store to collect all of your sweet HTH merch. Lots of stuff going on. Hockey's in full swing. Before we get into that, I'll bring in my boy, Tristan. Tristan, inside Barker Builds, as always, too, by the way, and inside Windsor Laser Cutting Studio. Forgot to mention that, but Tristan, what's up? Uh, not much. Uh, I'm doing pretty well right now. Uh, life is life is going good. Just working away, uh, keeping my nose in the books for school. Keeping up in the hockey world. Uh, loving being a 73s fan. And loving being myself. And we are destroying podcasts right now. Well, as you guys yeah. have obviously noticed, we're smashing out episodes right now. Yeah. That's just because we just said, you know what? We just said, screw it. Whenever we can put them out, we're going to put them out. Yeah. So as you guys can see, we got clips going everywhere. Interviews coming out the wazoo. We have tons of shit lined up for you guys too. So there's going to be, you guys are going to get just... Bam, interview, bam, interview, bam, interview, bam, us shooting the shit, bam, interview, bam, interview. So get ready. It's coming. Yep. So, and honestly, I'm loving doing it. It's been great. Oh, yeah. So am I. The swing back on to work, though, like from afternoons and then working Saturday and then swinging back in on days on Monday, it feels like I never slept. Like I always that first week, I always have trouble fucking sleeping the first week back on days. Like I've slept like shit all week. So Sorry to hear that. I'm trying to, hopefully I can lock it in tonight and maybe get a little more sleep, which would be nice. But either way, here we are. Who gives a shit about my sleep schedule? Hockey's in full swing. So let's go, baby. 73's rolling still. So we went oh, yeah. to the game. It was uh, it was Sunday night. Uh, you and I went to the game versus Amherstburg, which was actually a really good game. We traveled to Amherstburg for the game. Before we get into the game, we want to give a big shout out to um, Maddie Fox and all the beauties with the Admirals organization left us seats there for the game to go watch the game. So that was pretty cool of those guys. So thank you. I believe Paul Bortino was another one who was behind us getting our seats too. So thank you to those guys. But the game itself was actually pretty good. Oh, fantastic game. Back and forth. Um, I don't know. Go ahead and... and yeah, well, basically the game starts out and already you can kind of see the teams. Essex kind of came out a little bit slow, right? Yeah, flat. Uh, and Amherstburg this year, they've been doing kind of mediocre. They currently are sitting sixth out of eight teams in the division. Uh, but that being said, they look like a much different team. And uh, the team they've assembled post-deadline features a young man by the name of Braden Burke, who is dropped down from the Leamington Flyers. Very, very skilled player. 
And uh, he demonstrated this in the game against Essex. Uh, so the game starts out. Uh, Essex scores in the first period. Uh, new player to Essex, uh, defenseman by the name of Luca Messick. He donned the number three. Mm-hmm. Um, nice wraparound, too. Yeah, if anyone remembers Luca Messick last year, fantastic offensive defenseman. Uh, he played for the Lakeshore Canadians. I believe had 29 points in 29 games for them. Uh, just just an absolute force on the back end. Scored a wraparound goal. Found himself in deep and uh, pulled the puck out front and tapped it in. So it's one nothing Essex after the first period. And uh, what else is new? Usually Essex leads after the first, if not they're tied. But... Um, Early in the second, a beautiful play by Braden Burke. He goes tweeners on whatever Essex defenseman it was. It's probably good for them that they can't remember the name. Yeah. Uh, absolutely <laughs> destroys the goalie, jukes out Adrian McBride, and he scores. Beautiful yeah. goal. Yeah, okay, well, and Essex, they were kind of, they were, you could tell they were kind of out of their element. They were making some passes that they shouldn't have, like some no-look behind-the-back passes, drop passes, and it was just kind of to nobody or to an admiral player. And uh, then Essex finds himself on a penalty kill. They took quite a few penalties in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on that penalty kill, Isaac Legood makes a very nice play, pokes the puck away on himself. He's been on an absolute tear right now, by the way. Yeah. 16 points in the last nine games. Yeah, he's yeah, he's on a tear. Short-handed goal. Rips it. Best wrist shot I've seen all year from anybody. Just knocks the goalie's water bottle off. Yeah. Short-handed, no big deal. Skates up the ice, gives boys high fives, and back on the ice. But uh, then it's two to one Essex going into the third, I believe. Yep. And then at the early in the third, it was I don't know who it was, but Amherstburg tied it up, which made for a very nerve wracking uh, oh, yeah. closing to the third period. It was nail biters, big save after big save, and from both goaltenders. And then uh, there was a piece of ice that got chopped up or stripped out, whatever the situation was. Took the refs about 15 minutes to rectify it, and they decided to continue play. And I think that helped Essex with momentum because at that point, Amherstburg had been rolling pretty good, keeping the shots coming. But then Essex, uh, with a minute left, uh, puck was shot. I believe it hit either goalie's shoulder or helmet, went up in the air and fell down. And it was just... A lucky goal, but uh, the guy who scores, he's a pure goal scorer, uh, Jake Archer. Mm-hmm. Beauty of a player. Pots it in, gives Essex the lead with literally a minute left. And then uh, empty netter, every parent scores it. So Essex sneaks out of that one. But I, mm-hmm. I think if it went to overtime, it could have been a much different game. And then Essex, and I'll let you discuss this a bit more. They roll back into town and take on the Dresden Junior Kings. First of all, holy shit, what a breakdown, I'm going to say, on that one. So good job on that. But going back to that game there, Amherstburg, though, I thought was like, I thought they played very well. They were just finishing their hits. They were seemed to be in Essex's face the whole time. And they didn't, they did not give up no matter what. The goalie made some phenomenal saves. Um, like hats off to them because they they played a very good game and they gave that was probably one of the better games i've seen this year like close wise every other game i go to essex is dominating teams like that was a good one that was a real good one so hats off to you amsberg um so then a couple days later we turn around we come into essex they're playing who'd we say dresden right dresden kings yep 
playing Dresden and our new guy got in a scrap, gets kicked out. Yeah. Um, there's actually almost a couple fights in that game. I think Cujo went after somebody too. Oh, well, I've never versa. seen yeah, a guy. I, I got it on film. The guy in, uh, it was very him. dirty, very dirty. Cujo didn't want anything to do with it. This guy comes up and he, he grabbed his cage and pulled his helmet off. And at that point, Cujo was like, all right, well, yeah, he shot him. I think that's the first games, time win stupid prizes, but, uh, <laughs> I think that was the first time I've seen him drop his gloves. So anyways, good for you for yep. one standing up for yourself. Um, but it was just all Essex, man, all Essex. Oh yeah. It was just, and I was saying, so drew came with, with like his boy Finn and, mm-hmm. and everything. So I told drew, I said, watch, this is going to be three, four, nothing Essex by the end of the first period. Sure enough. I think it was three, nothing by the end of the first period, three nothing, but was it yeah, two? Close. It was two. Oh, whatever. Okay. Because they scored three in the second, and I got to record all of them. Okay. If anyone gets a chance, go online. It's on our page. It's on my page, which is underneath the podcast name. Yeah. Uh, S673 stats and highlights. Go check it out. We got some beautiful highlight reel uh, footage on there. And, oh, boy, did uh, Jamie McDermott, I think he would have been more pleased with the performance at home than on the road. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Connor scored a fucking beautiful goal too. That scored a one. couple nice ones. He went, I missed the second one because we left a few minutes early with the yeah. goal. So, Props but. to, uh, I believe the guy on the second Connor goal was, uh, the guy who got the assist was Braden Zudema. Shout okay. out to him. He played a few years ago before the COVID pause. And now he's oh. back as an AP with Essex. So it's, it's good to see him back in the 73s lineup. And uh, he made a really nice play, quick pass out front and Dembo just, you know, had an open side of the cage and put it in there. But Connor's been playing good. Isaac Lee good that game. Four points. Wow. How was that? A goal and three assists. I wonder who else I thought had a really good night on um Tuesday was Hamlin. Ethan Hamlin yep. had a good game too. Yeah, he was he's fucking fast. Like I knew he oh, yeah. was fast, but I didn't realize he was that quick. So sorry, Ethan, for that. But but what I liked about him too is he was just like as he was flying around there, he was finishing his hits. I oh. love when we finish our hits. Oh. Wear them down, boys. Wear Ethan, them down. Ethan Hamlin, like, absolute nail gun of a person. They call him the hammer for a reason. He's like 5'11", 200 pounds of muscle. Can bench press four plates. Like, the guy's an animal. He's something that came out of Chernobyl nuclear site. <laughs> Just an absolute... But, he's bulldozing guys over. Oh, he was blowing like, guys up on Tuesday. It was ridiculous. And you know what? He's not even like like I said, when you see him in his gear, he just looks like another player out there. Yeah. But if you ever saw him out of your gear, yeah, holy he's jacked. <laughs> guy's a guy's a machine. And you know what? I'm happy we got him. No, because yeah, I'll sure. say this right now, he is the fastest in the league. Mm-hmm. His crossovers, like he, he has a very similar skating style and stature to McKinnon. Like constant crossovers building speed he doesn't you'll see some guys on essex some of the faster skaters they kind of have a wider stance more of a glide and they use their outside edges all ethan is is crossover crossover and what i love is he'll do a lot of uh like a butterfly heel to heel and he'll curve to protect the puck with his body and that's what leads to those big hits right those reverse hip checks when a guy's you know a defender oh this guy's coming in and he's trying to get a shot on goal Ethan will get the shot off and then bury that guy. Do you have any other notables for the game? I know Shirky scored again too. Shirk got one. Connor got yes. a couple. Yep, Shirky did. Uh, who else did? Um, 
I'm drawing a blank right now. There were so many. Uh, I know it was Lee good. Well, oh. anyway, it's just big, big props to Essex. They ran Dresden out of town and yeah, Kevin McCabe. So close, so, so, so close to setting the record for total shutouts in a season by the 73s. The 73s need nine to break the record. They're sitting at, or they need 10 to break the record. I think they're sitting at nine right now. And seven minutes left in the third rebound came they out. Scored. Yeah, they scored. I see. Uh, like it would even matter to them. Like, why can't they just give us the shutout? Like, come on, boys, you're getting blasted. I think, just... I think one guy shot it through his legs and hit the post on him, too. I've seen that. I was like, That's the second time a... I've seen this this year. A team yeah, getting blown out, old... and then a guy's on a breakaway between the legs and hits the post. If yeah. I'm that coach, oh, there's a nice warm spot for you on the yeah. bench here, buddy. <laughs> I can't say anything because I had – well, it was only beer league, but I had a penalty shot in a league game one time, and <laughs> so funny story. We'll go off track for just yeah. a second. but Okay. So I'm on, I'm getting ready. I already have two goals in the game. Yeah. And I hear Drew from the bench, like, do something dirty. He says, <laughs> I was like, all right. So that's what I did. I hooked out wide. And when I come across the front of the net, stick went through her legs and I flipped her in right in the top corner. And then I think when I was skating by the other team's bench, a guy yelled at me. He was going to step on my neck and everything. <laughs> it was like, it was probably like four or five minutes left to go in the game. Our coach was like, yeah, it's probably best that you just stay here for the rest of the game just so that way <laughs> they didn't come after me. But it was funny, though. It, I didn't care either way. I hey, sometimes you got to pull out the – I can the handle myself. Straight. I told him I can go out on the ice. It's fine. But, no, nothing else happened. But, anyways. Listen, I, I we've been given some inside knowledge by Marco Schladoya that mm-hmm. – uh, oh, what's his name there? I just said his name. Messick has mm-hmm. been known to pull off some pretty fancy stuff. So shout out to him if he's listening to this. Yeah. You better pull off a lacrosse moving game. I don't care how much. Tell Jamie I told you to do it. <laughs> and if you pull it off, we're doing something like yeah. whatever. A round's on me. How about that? <laughs> Boom. Done. Yeah. And also, before we get off the topic of the 73s, they're getting ready to head out on a cruise. So we just want to say, boys, be safe. Have a good time. And uh, when you guys get back here, we'll get right back of business. So yeah, but all you guys, man, the only one you all know, the only one who can tan is Jamie. So like, <laughs> we all know you're gonna come back like a bunch of red skinned hogs. So yeah, <laughs> have fun, boys. Yeah. Um, NHL news. We'll get into it kind of right away. Healthy scratches. There's been some guys getting healthy scratch, health bomb lately, and we're obviously we're thinking that there's probably some trade talks around these guys right. possibly you had a couple right who yeah so uh firstly there was yesa pulia yarvi uh out of edmonton who you know years ago uh he was a top pick right and edmonton big power forward did well in the finnish liga and since then he's gone back to the liga he's come to north america he's kind of been all over mm-hmm. and you know he has his leagues where he's successful because of the kind of player he is but he struggled at the nhl level uh he had an okay year like he's a middle six guy don't get me wrong he'll give you 20 goals 15 to 20 assists yeah but he's still young enough where there's that opportunity you could get a 70 point guy maybe so that's what Edmonton is hoping a team wants and they're going to try and sell high on him try and get as much as they can and uh he's not staying with Edmonton it's it's quite clear because of the healthy scratches that there's trade discussions and uh similar to that Matthew Dumba or simply known as Matt Dumba 
young defenseman who is uh, plays left or right side uh, for the Minnesota Wild. And Minnesota, who is going to be having the cap hit buyouts on Zach Parise and Ryan Suter take effect next year, cannot afford to keep their stack decor, which they have right now. And therefore, the odd man out is the one who's due for a contract at Dumba. So likely, team that wants defenseman, ironically, Edmonton. Mm-hmm. So maybe we see a swapping of players. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And but um, yeah. Buddy in Edmonton, there he was just out in the news like not too long ago, saying like, "I don't get it. I can't find a groove. Maybe this league isn't for me." This guy, that just sounds to me like a guy. Just he, he I think he just needs a fresh start. Who? Who? Pull you? Pull you, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Yessa. Anyone look look him up? He's called the Bison King for a reason. Oh my god! But yeah, he uh, was really <laughs> down on himself. I was like, man. But I, I wait, he's he's got some funny lines, man. Like and look up look up yes RV best moments and he's just he's such a happy guy. Like he's so you can't get him mad and it's it's sad to see him kind of down on himself. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, you know what? I think who knows? There's a few teams that could be looking for a young guy like RV. Some teams that are on the up and up, like coming out of a rebuild or trying to build on to it. Uh Anaheim Ducks. Columbus Blue Jackets, someone like that, I think. Mm-hmm. Lower lower tier, maybe San Jose Sharks, someone who wants to, you know, kind of have a young forward. Maybe we can grow him with higher minutes that Edmonton is giving him. Because yeah. right now, let's be real, Edmonton's just like their top six is. But the rest of their team <laughs> is low. So yeah. the problem is Puglia kind of stuck in this limbo where if he does play third line, he's playing with guys who are like checkers. Yeah, They're not really – the playmaker that he needs to grow into his max potential. So he needs backdoor tap-ins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, but funny enough, maybe we, that means Monsieur Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Very Imagine powerful. him with Connor McDavid. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That could be, be gross. Nasty. It'd be nasty. But, but thing is, <laughs> I think any trade to Chicago for Kane involves pull your yarvi plus a couple firsts something along yeah. those lines mm-hmm. anyhow what do you have up on next anthony milestones we're into the milestones now so stammer got his 500th goal the other night mm-hmm. um honestly i didn't see it i just seen the after they scored it was uh I believe a whole I could, team out on the ice. Everybody comes out on the 500th goal. I, I always like seeing that. I think, I, I, think I could be wrong and I'll just verify. I want to say it was on a signature slap shot. Was it? I hope it was. I hope it was. It probably is knowing stammer, but think about how many goals he would have if he was always healthy. Cause remember he's had two horrific leg injuries, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so he got, he got his, he got a hat trick in that game. Oh, nice. And I don't know if it was his first, second, or third. Okay. So it was a tapping goal. It was the first goal of the night, but he got the Either hat. Way. He's at 502 right now. Mm-hmm. But, so uh, he had some swag. Him. Oh, I love I love Steven Stamkos. Ever since I was little, like, he, he's been a really good player. And, you know, being from Ontario, uh, like, I love his signature slap shot and great player. But imagine, like, if he stayed healthy the whole time or somewhat he's, healthy, he's likely right? right up there with Ovechkin for chase. That's what I, that's what I mean. He missed a lot of time, man. Wait, there, there was a time when Matthews right now is what Stamkos was 
Like he was going to be a prolific 60 goal scorer yeah. in the league. Then he suffered. If anyone remembers, uh, if you're queasy, don't watch it. But if you want to go and see, there's a nasty injury to his leg. Uh, couple times but the first time i believe he slid into a post and completely shattered his tibia and fibia and it was pretty ugly that so, was in boston right yeah he was uh shin right into the post and I real nasty that. and yeah that was gnarly and then he messed up his i want to say his shoulder a few years back but i will say this i remember that cup final because i cheer for the stars as my second favorite team behind detroit mm -hmm. and the stars were in the cup final Stamkos came back for one game that playoffs, and he scored such a gross goal. Yeah, he did. Where he, where he did a little like slip, like whoop, yep, right slip, by the guy, slip down yeah. the boards, and then he picked the far side, and it was like, it was right gross. The and then, and then he was out the rest of the game. He I got hurt that. on that play. I remember that goal. It was a nice was one. Also, Stall, Stall got a six hundred assist, right? That's awesome. You know what, Eric Stall? What a what a great way to likely come near the end of his career i think this year might be his last but i have a feeling too ah uh, i love eric stall he's such a good centerman such a good leader a no, he was the captain of carolina for however many years then he goes to minnesota gets on their leadership team there like and now he, you know he's been with montreal in florida going with these playoff teams or what should have been a playoff team in florida this year we'll see but um like I, I, I love that. You know, guys who want to stay in the league and close out their career with a winning team. That's awesome. And I, I love Eric Stahl and six hundred assists. Good for him hitting that milestone in the career. And uh yeah, never for the younger people. Don't ever underestimate some of these veterans who are like, Oh, he's a has been. Listen, there was a time where Eric Stahl was a top three center in the entire NHL. Mm -hmm. I so, hear you. And he's a Stanley like, Cup champion. Exactly, and you don't forget about these guys. Always, always no. remember them for what they were. Right? Mm -hmm. He's a warrior. No. Oh. Let's get on to this topic for a little bit. Our Red Wings here. What, like, what is going to happen with Bert? What is going to happen with Larkin? Like, do we? Do you, let's face it. I think Bert's. I I'll be shocked if he's in the Red Wing uniform by the end of the season. No. As will I. Yeah. Because there's. I'm going to be honest. If the Red Wings, which they won't. Steve Eiserman's smart. But if the Red Wings choose to keep Bertuzzi and hope, oh, maybe he'll sign closer to the uh, free agency market period, mm -hmm. he's not going to be staying. I'll tell you right now, there's going to be a team that's going to offer up to a million or a million and a half more than the Red Wings and want his services more. Because Detroit, although Eiserman has said it, hey, those guys are a big part of our future, mm -hmm. ultimately it comes down to whether or not they want to be a part of it. So you, you could start getting into silly numbers to try and keep them around, but Eiserman's not going to do that. No. Now, as it pertains to Dylan Larkin, our current captain, yes. Steve Eiserman named captain, uh, he's a big part of this leadership group, and it's you want every part of me wants him to stay with this team, as does Detroit, and as does Eiserman, I'm sure. But as many people in the Redmond community know, maybe not anyone out of it, Eisen, or, uh, Larkin took on a new agency for purpose of contractual negotiation, and that likely means he's searching for the big bucks. And yeah. it's up to Eisenman whether to discern that that is going to be healthy or negative for the outlook of the Red Wings in the coming years. Personally, 
I think anything over $9 million could start to be in the danger zone because of the fact Detroit has to re-sign Sider and Raymond next year as well. So, yeah, I he's think... very comparable to a guy like – sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead, Ant. No, 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 no. But I just mean even 9 I think, is too high for him. But Matt Barzell, who had less points than Larkin last year, mm-hmm. got nine and a half. Yeah. Well, that's because he's got Lou – and Lou don't know what the fuck he's doing half the time because he's 106 years old. So, to be fair, Lou, hey, you know what? what? The Islanders every year, I look at them and I'm like, oh, they're crap. They've got three players who know what they're doing. Yeah, but they're always because they're a bunch good. of 60 year old men. Yeah. <laughs> but guess what? They make the playoffs every year. I know they, they, they do. Pass the first round every year. I'll say this: they also had Barry Trotz as their coach. They also have the best goalie tandem in the league, arguably, like Sorokin mm-hmm. and Varlamov. The Russian duo, those guys have been insane. Like Ilya Sorokin is such a good goalie. Lose, lose, just a hard ass. Like everybody has to be clean shaven, this and that. Like you know what I mean? Like get out of here. Yeah, like well, last year when what's his name didn't get vaccinated, pretty big prospect. I I want to say it was Bodie Wild, is the guy's name. Cool name, Mm -hmm. but he like banished him to like the Swiss Junior League, (laughs) and he was like a legit NHL. Like he was going to be top four this year probably, but then you got like. You got banished, like, like Josh Hosang was. Well, we're not going to go into the Hosang, yeah, no. but, but <laughs> I love Josh Hosang. I loved him as yeah. a Windsor Spitfire, and it me hurts too. me he never made it in the NHL. But yeah, so we'll have to uh, keep an eye on the Burton like Larkin situations. Or as always, we obviously we're going to. We're both Wings fans, so we're obviously going to keep an eye on right. that. Um, there was an extension in Minnesota. Boy, was there ever. And you know what? If anyone doesn't know who this guy is, um, I encourage you, go online, look up his highlights. Matthew Boldy, mm-hmm. uh, Boston. Oh, he was either Boston University or Boston College, but he's a legend there. Such a good American player. Like, whatever the next, like, world championships are or, like, the next Olympics, Matt Boldy will be a top-line player for the United States of America. He is such a such good power forward. Like, I love everything about his game. And the contract is, uh, Minnesota signed it, seven years at $7 million. And, oh, boy, maybe right now it's a bit of an overpay. <laughs> We're good. Uh, <laughs> bit of an overpay, but... Um, In the end, it will be an underpayment. Yeah, three years from now, <laughs> it's going to be... Three mil underpaid. Yeah. Like him and Kaprizov are Minnesota fans. If there's any listening, you have a very bright future with those two. Uh, mm-hmm. You got a young center to top it all off too, to make up that line, Marco Rossi. So you guys keep rolling. You're going to have to oh, face yeah. those Parise and Suter extensions, but they're doing good this year. And I think I trust Bill Guerin. He's a good GM. I think he's going to build that team well going forward. Mm-hmm. You're buzzing today. I am. Yeah, you're on yeah, fire I'm today, to, bro. I'm glad to hear that. I'm excited <laughs> to talk about hockey. That's why. You're buzzing. <laughs> I love it. I see. Love when you're like this, man. It makes it so much easier for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, right back on track here. Robertson got his 30th goal. Right on. That guy's just fucking light. Just tearing it up. He's a guy. legend. Just tearing it. He's not overly big, is he, either? Oh, he is big. Is he big? Yeah, he's like 6'3 and 200 pounds. Come on. He doesn't look that big. Well, his brother is like 5'9 and 160. That's a funny thing. 
Oh, okay, maybe I'm getting them mixed up. Nick plays on Toronto. Jason plays on Dallas. If you look, if you watch Jason play, he's definitely tall. Oh, okay. He's he's like taller than Jamie Ben. So I, oh wow, I don't watch Dallas that much. So that's I don't know. I just seen that it was his thirtieth goal, and he's a name that I've seen around a lot this year, doing very well. So hopefully he stays healthy. That'd be nice for Dallas. I'll tell you, get the everybody else kicking there. Dallas. Uh, ben yeah, Jason Robertson is like. Behind Matthews for the next mm. ten years, he's going to be the goal scorer. Oh yeah, I hear you. Let me tell you, like one hundred percent, fifty goal potential easily, mm-hmm. and he's playing alongside two line mates, Rope Hintz, who's very underrated center, one of the most underrated players in the league, and uh, right wing legend Joe Pavelski. Mm-hmm. Love the guy. I was just gonna say, I love that Captain guy America, too. Grizzly vet. Yeah, but he's he's awesome. Oh yeah, the guy age is just a number to him. He's got sweet hands. Good. He's gotten better, guys. and San Jose fans are probably crying right now yeah. on the fact that they, who did they? They had a choice between two guys. Oh, I think it was Couture or Pavelski, and Couture is like averaged half a point a game, and then Pavelski's been over a point per game with Dallas. So it's yeah, just, just ripping it up. But he's yeah. got probably a little more to work with over in Dallas than he did in San Jose, though. Well, Towards to be fair, day. I think his last year. That contract year, he might have had like 40 goals for San Jose. Mm-hmm. He did really well for them. And they were just like, nope, we're keeping the young guy Couture. Yeah. He's just one of those guys. He's in the right spot at the right times all the time. And But like I said, his vision of the ice, too, and his passing ability is incredible, too. So and that helps him out as well. Best the way he tips, too. Yeah. His he's tipping. got that white ghost stick. Goalies yeah. can't see it. And he's just yeah. perfect with it. He's ridiculous. Yep ridiculous um couple uniform notes so vancouver's going back to the state <laughs> uniform you got a pretty funny quote from a guy on on online right yeah so it's funny uh, i laughed one sec i'll find it right here it's on the fact that the uh canucks basically brought i I never realized they got rid of these jerseys they must have got rid of them for a year but it's the same skate jersey you know what you're talking about and uh the guy's quote. I think they wore these ones in the early 90s, too. Oh, yeah, I know. They were like, yeah, late 80s, early 90s. And this guy goes, let's revive the same jersey for the third time and call it new to make money. <laughs> Which says so much about the league and teams in mm. general, but. I, I like that. That thing, actually, that fucking jersey. I'd rather. Oh, see that's my favorite man. jersey in the league. Yeah, like, I like them. I can't hate Vancouver. I wish they had a better squad, but they're probably yeah. my favorite Canadian team. Yeah, screw the Leafs, though. I'm just joking. Sorry, Why would, ever, why would the, Leafs, the Leafs are actually, yeah, they're my least favorite team. Speaking of them real quick, did you see Matthews the other night when that guy kept cross-checking him? No, what did he do now? Oh, the guys, like, I don't, I don't blame him. Honestly, I don't blame him. I would have done the same fucking thing. This guy comes up there digging for the puck. Everybody's battling in the freaking corner. Plays going on. Well, he's so there's four guys on the boards and they're all digging for the puck. Well, he's yeah. standing kind of like a foot or two outside of him. He's just standing there waiting for it to come out. Mm-hmm. A guy skates in, cross checks him once. Like you can tell these are heavy cross checks. Mm-hmm. Cross checks him again. As he goes to do it a third time, Matthew spins. And just hooks him. The guy's legs were over his head before he even knew it. He hit it, went straight to his back, and then there well, was a scrum in the corner. But I would have done the same thing. Those cross-checks in the arm, man, those fucking hurt. Props to Matthews. I, I'm happy he's finally starting to show some fight back because he's 
he's a large man. He's like six three and two twenty. So, yeah. got to you know use what? your size someday. I'll give him credit when he drops his glove. Fair enough. And I, I don't think he will. That's just not the style of player he is. He's. I don't think he will either. But at he's got to get rid of his mustache because it's poppy. <laughs> Listen, I've said it on the show before. Wayne Gretzky himself had two fighting majors. There's no reason why Austin can't stick up for himself once in a while. Two fighting here. majors. True. Um, back to the jerseys though. You like the all-star game ones, right? It's kind of like Miami Vice-ish. Well, it's it's a uh, it's a throwback. Yeah, it's the one with 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 the big star, right? Right. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, and it looks like this year instead of doing divisions, They're they might be doing conference. conferences. Yeah. Eastern, like Western it used again. to be. I love that. Me That's too. so much better. Like the conferences. Hello, no offense, but like the Atlantic usually dummies everybody. Yeah. Even though McDavid's involved with the Pacific, like Atlantic is loaded. Like look at look at the team's records right now compared to the West teams. Like the Pacific is always a dumpster fire, but mm-hmm. but yeah, it's yeah. So we'll see. I I actually like them too. But I love them. Yeah. All Star Game goes down in what February, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. First week. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. I don't really second week, something like that. They they get a week off, and basically it's a free week to not play hockey for guys most just people. go away. Yeah. Um, Kale McCarr day to day. They're not saying what the injury is. Obviously, they're not going to with him, but it's only day to day, so that tells me that it's just minor. He probably just needed some rest. He's a little banged up. Colorado fans don't don't get all crazy about it. He's okay, even though because I know Colorado's been battling the injury bug all year, but. Him being out is obviously not a good sign, but they've been battling the being day-to-day. bad bug. Yes, but it's day to day, so expect him back very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maurice got fined twenty five thousand. You said what was it for again? What did he say? To the refs. So uh, this is me just roughly quoting, not an exact quote, but he's like, "Oh well, yeah, I don't know what the refs were doing tonight, but it wasn't uh, refereeing the ice." Uh, and he's like, "It wasn't Florida Panthers friendly." <laughs> I know one of the I know one of the refs and I spoke to him and mm. he he wasn't gonna be friendly to us the rest of the game. So that's soft though. That's a soft fine. Twenty five grand for that should have been. Said like what five. everyone's thinking. Everyone yeah. knows there's biased referees in the league. It's impossible to make anyone unbiased when they're involved with hockey. Yeah, especially like, when you, everybody grows up a hockey fan for fuck's sakes. Exactly. <laughs> too right but we're not gonna spend too much time on that a couple more things here before we let you beauties go um montreal injuries it's like as long as my arm they have everybody out right now they got that new rookie what's his name again yuri slavkovsky he was first in the first overall pick yeah so he's out um they got gallagher's out They've got quite a few guys. I can read them off if you'd like. Yeah, if you want to, or list the ones the ones that are big. So uh, Jake Evans is yeah. missing likely two months with a lower body injury. Uh, Drew Ann and Armia are both missing around a month. And finally, uh, you had already mentioned Slaff, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's out yeah, three he's, months. Right. Lower body, that's likely a broken or a fractured bone when they say three months. But, mm-hmm. yeah, real unfortunate. Much... But, hey, 
you know what? You're in the running for Connor Bedard. Yep. Hey, guess what? I'm sure I'm sure Slavkovsky will be smiling with a broken leg if they get Bedard. Yeah. I would be too shit. <laughs> Kids unreal. Oh, um, speaking of which, there's another last injury that could have really big implications. Mark Stone. Yes. Has suffered unfortunately another back injury. I believe this is his third really 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 hopeful that he can get back to it but if not like he's older in his career and this could be this could be career ending yeah are we talking like surgery or is it just like i don't know it's a third back injury that's going to take him out for likely near the rest of the season so but that could just be because it's a something that he's already done a couple times i was just wondering if it was bad enough to where he's having another surgery because if he's having another surgery, then well, it's then he's like, done. Yeah, I think you know he's what done. I mean? Yeah, but like, why in, would you bother? Vegas is Vegas's future right now is about as dim as a twenty watt bulb. Like, well, probably because he hasn't won the cup yet either, has he? He's that's true. He's he oh my cup. gosh, he's made the conference finals enough. That's what I mean, but he wants. What do you make cup, it? He man. made it with Ottawa, and then he's made it through two or three times, twice with uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what's like every guy that plays in the NHL that has, you know, the injury bug or whatever, and they keep coming back. Is a lot of the times, if you look, it's the guys who haven't won the cup and they just want to hoist it once. Raymond so, Bork. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but he got to. He did. Right? So. What is it? After 22 years. Yeah. Raymond Bork. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. That's one of the, the best cup. hockey highlights of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah. Other than that, do you have anything else that you want to talk about? Or are you uh, pretty well? I'm, you're, uh, you're I think I'm ready to the volleyball, eh? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm going to play some league volleyball out in Windsor. That's, you know, for anyone listening, uh, most of you guys know, never played hockey in my life, but pretty good at volleyball. So well, that's, that's why I chose. You're tall enough, dude. What? Did you're tall enough. You should be. I'm not. Well, are we talking shit. 73's height standards? Then I'm 6'4". Yeah, <laughs> you know what six, I'm saying, four, boys. Six four two fifteen. <laughs> nah, real talk. I'm only, if I'm being honest, I'm six foot, buck sixty five, right around there. But hey, I could jump all right, so we're oh, good. Yeah. Look at yeah. you, man. I I wish I could. I'd jump. You could barely slide my phone underneath me. <laughs> it's brutal, but right uh, on. But yeah, yeah so I don't want to talk about myself. Yeah, everybody. Enjoy all of the interviews. Enjoy everything we've been putting out. We're doing this for you guys, Paul. We're doing it because we fucking love it too. Oh, I, we're I having love a great, it. We're, yes, we're having a great time doing it. Just so you guys know, like I said earlier on in the show, we have a bunch of interviews and stuff coming up. So we're just gonna just keep throwing them out as we do them. Yep. So on that note, we hope you guys are enjoying everything. We hope you guys have a great week. Really quick though, before we end the show, I want to give a big happy birthday to my son ethan on saturday he'll be turning six years old on saturday so i want to give a big shout out to him happy birthday ethan i love you buddy tuesdays are the best when we're hanging out at the rink watching the boys play so i hope you have a great day buddy and uh there's lots of surprises coming your way so happy birthday happy happy birthday and on that note and tristan we're signing off we're out of here until we talk again. One more thing, everybody. Oh. If, if you haven't already, 
please do subscribe. We put out so much great content, and it means a lot when you guys give us a little back just by clicking a button. It's Smash our urge. fucking YouTube. Smash like, just it. give us a like, leave a comment. It helps mm. us all out. We yeah. love you guys, all right? Love yous. See ya.